everybody, it's Ben and Rob from Edge of Wonder. What is the significance of a full moon in the occult world, religion, and astrology? Does it really affect our mood or personalities? If it does, what's the science behind it? And why do so many strange things happen to humans and animals during a full moon? Is the moon really a giant space station, a planet made of cheese, or an alien moon base? Cheese. Definitely. <laughs> it's my vote too. find out tonight how it's mathematically impossible for the moon to be where it is. Join us on this Edge of Wonder Live to hear the strangest moon facts that will make you question everything you thought you knew about the nighttime flashlight in the sky. We'll see you out on the edge. All right. And if you're listening to our Edge of Wonder podcast, please give us a five-star rating and review so we can keep making awesome content for you guys. That's right. How you doing, Ben? Good. Yeah, how are you doing, Rob? Um, good. Good. I'm uh, still holding out um, on the possibility of the moon being made out of cheese. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, you know, been a lifetime wish of mine. Yeah, never-ending cheese. I, and actually, if it was in space, it would probably preserve it forever, so you could just eat it. I like the way you think. <laughs> no, you ever, ever eat any of that space cheese, the the dried-out cheese, the astronaut cheese? No, I have the ice cream, but not. Yeah, the, you not the have astronaut cheese ice cream? No, just astronaut ice cream. Is there oh, astronaut yeah. cheese oh. ice cream? <laughs> I don't know. I just like you, you kind of blew my mind there for a second. No, um, there is astronaut cheese. That's dried cheese that you can get. That's actually really fantastic. Mm, it's like a great carb, carb free, you know, uh, snack if you need it. <laughs> it's funny. So yeah, there it is. Um, moon cheese. that stuff's good. <laughs> so how did the moon take the bad joke? Or I'm sorry, the bad news. How did the moon take the bad news? I'm scared to find out, Ben. Well, it wasn't really phased. Oh, awful. That was <laughs> right up there. Yeah. <laughs> Top tier bad joke. Yeah, sorry. Um, by the way, you guys, this is our last Friday uh, live for a while Thursday. since we are publishing. Um, yeah, Friday. I'm sorry. Last Thursday live. We're still having our Tuesday live and, of course, our Friday night live show. Um, so, yeah, this will be our last Friday, Thursday live show for a while because we're publishing our content already on Thursday. And um, we'll be in the premiere with you guys on Thursday. So it will be like a live show. We'll be there with you hanging out. but We'll be watching the, the show with you guys and chatting along with you. Yes, it's be great. so true. And uh, the whole yeah. reason why that's going on is because we're creating a whole lot more content right now and we're trying to develop more content that's really special for you guys. So it's, uh, you know, the platform is kind of growing this year in in the way of content. And so we really need to kind of steal a little bit of that time to to make some more awesome stuff for y'all. Yeah. Everyone said that was a very cheesy joke. I just said. <laughs> You're on a roll, Ben. You're on a roll. <laughs> <laughs> I want to commit suicide right now. Not going to lie. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah. The moon. Okay. Um, holy cow. Where to start with this? Um, well, yeah. Before, you know, so, okay. By the way, we did have the State of the Union, and there's so much to talk about that we decided we'll, we'll save it for tomorrow. 
Yeah, why not? Friday Night Live, <laughs> right? That's what we All cover on Friday stuff. Night Live. Yeah, that's we have to we I have to we through. have to save our funniest content for Friday. Really? Yeah, that's that's <laughs> and the more I looked into it, like because I, I really really was thinking like, oh, we can talk about it first. But then the more I kept diving into it, I'm like, dude, this gets weirder and weirder and weirder. I think we'll just save this for tomorrow. So, um, yeah, so actually, there's still yeah. questions coming in about what's going on on Thursday. So we'll be having and publishing our show on Thursday. Lindsay, what time will it be? Same time? Um, TBD. Okay, so it like let's go ahead and say it's 7 p.m. or 7.30 p.m. I think it's 7.30. Let's just say it's 7.30. So if we're publishing at 7.30, then we'll be there with you on the premiere. Just check your email because we're going to be sending you guys an email about the show that's publishing and all of that stuff, and we'll be hanging out with you guys there. So it's going to be the same experience on your chat. We're just going okay. to be um, publishing an episode instead of um, being live, like actual live with you guys. Yes, that that is true because we're 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 kind of doing on two con two different types of content on Thursdays, which we we realized that we're kind of like overextending ourselves because we had a live show and then we were publishing our produced Edge of Wonder content, and um, so yeah, we're gonna pull back the live show, but we'll, because we're publishing our Edge of Wonder content on Thursdays, yeah. <laughs> so that is what is going on. So when we publish on Thursday, our Edge of Wonder pre-recorded, you know, show. Um, we'll be on the chat with you guys when we publish. Just how we were on YouTube and we had the premieres on YouTube, it will be a very similar thing. So every every show that we publish, every not live show, but every, every Edge of Wonder show on Rise TV, um, we'll have a premiere and we'll be in the chat with you guys. So if you yeah. liked our near-death experiences series or our communism series or Freemason Insider or any of those, imagine brand new episodes coming out not live like Ben and Rob are sitting here, but you get to still chat with them in the chat. Yes, that is true. Thanks, Lindsay, for clearing all of that up in two sentences. And <laughs> here we were trying to explain to everyone and failing miserably. Um, <laughs> anyway, speaking of uh, things in the sky, um, this Chinese spy balloon basically carried technology to monitor, monitor communication signals, basically. That's what the that's statement saying, right? That's what came out. Yeah. Um, according to a congressman, um, they, they, yeah, they, they were actually shocked. The Epic Times had this. Now a lot of media are reporting on it. Um, the other thing that the Epic Times notes is that it wasn't even talked about until a photo was published. And when a newspaper, I don't, I'm not sure which newspaper it was, but, um, when a newspaper started publishing the photos of this balloon, that's the, the, the government had no point, no choice at that point than to come out and say what it is. <laughs> and by that point, it was actually over Alaska. They could have shot it down in Alaska where there's no people, nothing going on. And they didn't. It traveled through Alaska and I guess through Canada. And yeah, through Canada. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it's so, weird. <laughs> it's so weird. And then they shot it down, you know, after it passes over the U.S. and the Atlantic Ocean. And then they're like, yeah, we shot it down. Like, look, go us. We're awesome. It's like, um, yeah, after it listened to our entire communication of the U.S., you shot it down. So 
I'm still, I guess it, they said it was, it had multiple antennas to include array like likely capable of collecting and geolocating communications. It was equipped with solar panels large enough to produce um, the requisite, requisite power. power to operate multiple active intelligence collection sensors. So... Oh, sorry. This is so it was most likely monitoring communications between intercontinental ballistic missile silos. I'm not 100% sure what that means, but that's what this um, this guy at the executive chairman at the Center of Security Policy, he told NTD that that that's most likely what was happening there. Probably to see if you. I, I would have honestly, my honest opinion after like finding that information out, I'm wondering if they were spying to see if the US had any like missiles, maybe that was like being pointed at China for everything I mean, going on. It's kind of funny that that they were doing that. I mean, everybody knows that all of the top secret stuff is probably below ground, like very far anyway. So what yes, really did they get? You know? I don't even know. It's yeah. so weird. All right, should we go into the weirdness of the moon? <laughs> um, yeah, we should. I think so. Okay, so Rob and I, we, we were like, you know, partly on Rumble, and then we went over to Rise TV when we were talking about the moon last Tuesday, and it was such a fun conversation that we thought it'd be cool to kind of dive deeper into this and present more factual stuff um, that we could find. Um, also... <laughs> it was so funny because when we went over to rise that's when we found out that you were you were uh, a libra libra like your moon is in libra and then you're a libra and it was just so funny. yeah and so and i i later. think the other part what do they call it your rising sun or something i don't get any of this well the, the rising sign yeah yeah the rising, rising sign. sign is gemini apparently <laughs> and that's why i'm so bubbly <laughs> that's, that's why i'm so happy all the time ben <laughs> uh that's so funny that's apparently funny. that's you know that's where um my extroverted ability to be extroverted and witty comes from according mm -hmm. to those who are interested in these things that i don't still don't understand yeah well actually we're gonna get into that here in a little bit about more of the but, but can I just ask you a question first but before yeah. we get into this? So it's like, yeah. you do you personally feel affected by the moon? Yeah, I mean, like, and maybe, maybe, like, can you, if you do, can you yeah. help me understand, like, translate what that is okay. like? What is what? what okay, what, why, why don't I? Okay, why don't I backtrack here for a little bit? Okay, so it, theoretically in astrology, the sun represents. Um, you could say like the father and the moon represents the mother. So the moon is more of our like so-called feminine side that comes out. So as it comes out, like more, you know, as a full moon, maybe you're, you're a little bit more emotional. Um, that can really take place for certain people. Different senses can get in heightened. And actually, I looked yours up. I'm actually trying to find where the heck I put it in here. Um, yeah. So the, so, so in other words, like when the moon comes out more of our intuitive um, 
side can kind of be a little bit stronger. So maybe like our abilities have a sense of becoming a little bit more heightened. For example, like telepathy, um, something with like psychic abilities and whatnot. And actually yours specifically, and I looked yours up actually. Ah, yours, funny. Yeah. So yours is supposed, because you're a Le the Libra moon, um, telepathy is actually yours. So what, what I was kind of looking at was like, for example, if there's a full moon, you could have the ability of like maybe guessing what other people are thinking or maybe say something and someone else is like, oh, dude, I was just thinking that right when you said that, you know, um, you may have the ability of kind of knowing who's calling before you see the person call like on the on your phone, you know, um, you may have like a so one of the things I was reading about you is like you may have like a song stuck in your head. And then like later you could be like walking in your kitchen and like somebody in your house or something, maybe like singing yeah, the same song. This stuff happens to me all the time. <laughs> well, that's probably because you're already a Libra. So it's like, <laughs> like I'm a double Libra. So it's like, it's just all the time. Yeah. So for me, I, I, my moon is in Scorpio, but it actually said, um, the, the, like, like I was kind of looking at different sites and, and collectively, most of them said the ability to communicate with people who have passed away is like stronger during that this is like literally what you do. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I thought it was kind of interesting. <laughs> like the first time I ever met Ben, he was like, I talked to dead people. <laughs> I don't know if I said that necessarily, but that kind of that stuff does kind of tend to come out a little bit more. But yeah, so anyway, it's just kind of interesting, you know. Um, and and again, this isn't like this stuff isn't like set in stone or necessarily. It's this definitely is what it not. Yeah. But but um, but it's you know it is kind of interesting, and um, you know I I do notice that like. I, I I don't know how to describe it. It's more of like energetic that I feel when the moon is out, and I I, I yeah, and, and maybe you know, it's like e even lately, like I noticed the last few days, and one of the other reasons why I thought this was good to talk about the moon because I don't know if you saw it last night, but in Florida it was like super low and like huge, and it still looked full. And then I guess it was kind of similar in New York because I was talking to Lindsay about it and. Um, and yeah, we were all saying the same thing, like, well, wow, you saw it in New York too. And it just seemed really extra big. So, um, yeah, it, a, it wasn't a full moon. It was like, just like <clears throat> no, the full moon was on Sunday, but it's yeah. still, it's still really, really, really big. Um, so yeah. So, so a couple of people were asking like what sites I was looking on. I mean, literally it was just like astrology.com was one of them. Was, and there was uh, a few yeah. It was lauraeisenhower.com. <laughs> And this is what Laura do, does. Like, this yeah. is what she it's does. Like everything you want to know really about any part of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. um, but I mean, also, it, it, also just from doing this for so long and being in astrology, like I know some of this stuff already, you know, but, um, but yeah, so it's just, you know, again, I mean, I, I think like in the emotional side and things like that, there's a lot of other factors that, comes into play of like how we are how we deal with our own emotions how we deal with things and whatnot and um you know other factors people around us there's just a lot of you know f so it's not just like oh 
you know, you can't really go by like, this is what happens, you know, but, but to give you kind of a rough idea of how it happens, but. but Libra. From, <laughs> from what I was looking at, it does seem pretty accurate though. I was like, Oh, this is really kind of interesting. It was, it was describing us accurately. You're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And, and then, um, you know, I guess we can start talking about how <laughs> I photoshopped this. Oh yeah, that's hilarious. I was so I was so hoping you'd pull this up. That's right. That was in the uh, that was that was a long time ago at the uh, disclosure con. This is one of my top ten photoshops. Yeah, it's great. So weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and actually, so um, there was. Uh, I'm trying to find it now. So there was a, an article published by, sorry, Lindsay, I'm really jumping around here, but there was an article published by doctors and nurses. I want you to not worry about jumping around that much because I have some good news for you. There's seven people watching us on Facebook right now. That's good. Yeah. So <laughs> you know we what? Have like 200 on rise or something. I know, I'm just kidding. No, that's fine. Jump around all you want. Yeah. So, so during a super blue moon, um, it really freaks out doctors and nurses. And this is a super fascinating article. And it, Wait, and it how just can a, get... how can how can a, a a blue moon be a blood moon? A super blue blood moon. Yeah. So a blue moon is just like they just say it because because it's so rare. So like a super blue blood moon is like the most rarest. Event. It's the rarest of the rare. Yeah, yeah, it really, it really is. And this is when the so a blue moon basically looks like when the moon is like bigger than usual, mm. and then on top of that, it's red. So it's just this like think of this like massive giant moon in the sky, and it really freaks everybody out. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, so what happens on the super blue blood moon? Well, <laughs> this this is literally uh, this forty this nurse who's been doing this for forty years. She has a couple different quotes in this article, and she says, "Blue moon, blood moon, blood moon eclipses. It just spells trouble. Things just go wonky." <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Sounds like a quote for me. <laughs> yeah and like people just have odd behaviors for no particular reason she, she, you know and these are people that that are like don't even know what's going on it's not like they're outside looking at the moon thinking like oh look at the moon it's crazy i mean these are like just people that are going crazy and um she says we try not to be on call a f we try not to be on call a full moon we try not to be on call on a full moon Something weird always seems to happen. Hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. So I, this, this whole article just kind of gets into how they interview different nurses and doctors and every single one of them say, yeah, it gets weird in hospitals during these times. Like there's more patients, people act more bizarre. Um, people that already are like have mental disorders such as like by well I don't, I don't know i don't want to say mental disorders but like being bipolar or whatnot seems to go even more extreme during these times and like patients that are already in like a like a mental hospital for example that have even like really super extreme 
things going on with them, like even more extreme things happen during the time. With them. So, so, so it is, it is like rooted in some kind of um, fact that these things and the moon, you know, has an effect on us. So now I have a question that's kind of outside of that. Maybe you can answer for me. I, sure, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So we've got the phases of the moon seem to affect people. Do the the solstices and the equinoxes affect people as well like the yes. longest and the shortest parts of the year and then the e the equinoxes which are you know the the balance basically yeah um are they similar do they do, do these things well, affect people in similar ways or what well okay i mean th with the equinox it's a little bit different because they're they're um it's more of like a ev event that that's that takes place this uh, well roughly around the same time each each year where um but yeah i mean it, it, these things do have an effect on us as well but it's I, I i think it's more of like a celebration during those times except for the occult world you know and that's why the occult world does focus on these time periods of like the equinox and everything else, because it's like, you know, as we know, like, you know, these things can be both used in a positive and negative way, depending on how they're being used. So for, you know, the, like the Mayans and everything else, they were using it in a more positive way, celebrating these things for the occult. It's like the opposite. It's like, Oh, we want to do these rituals during these times. And I think that's seriously like with the Oscars, I, I or the Grammys, I seriously think they're like, Oh, it's a full moon. We got to utilize this the, as much as we can and throw this like super satanic thing in there, you know? Well, and a lot of the sacrifices <clears throat> in the past, like, uh, you know, that, that holiday Saturnalia, Mm -hmm. They're, I mean, basically the, this holiday, they were sacrificing to Saturn on this holiday and that's the winter equinox, like the deadest day of the year, basically, which is strange. So there, there usually are sacrifices on those types of, of days too, from what I understand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's true. Um, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, sorry, I'm kind of looking up to, uh, I might have the, okay. I was wrong about the blue moon. The blue moon is a, uh, full moon that occurs within it's two, two full moons that occur in one month. So one, wow. calendar, that, that's what it is. I'm sorry. I, I, I was wrong about that. I was, I was thinking the blue moon is when the moon looks extra bigger, but that's a super moon. So anyway, these terms can get confusing. So sorry yeah. about that. <sighs> but I mean, um, blood moon wasn't scary enough. Now they've got super moons. What's next? Yeah, seriously. And actually you were talking about the equinox, you know, it's really super fascinating is that during the equinoxes, the moon and the sun will set in the same place. Really? Yeah. I mean, not at the same time, obviously. No, I know. But, but, but in the, in the, like, you know, how yeah, but see, like, that, that's okay. That, that kind of brings us to these moon facts here because there does. are certain things about the moon that just, it, it, it can't be that mathematically perfect. Right. Like, no, definitely not. Like it, the thing we, that blew oh, my mind the most was the fact, like, <clears throat> this is what caused the original moon, um, uh, episode that we did back in the day when edge of wonder started is i started seeing infographics about the moon showing that every single planet 
fits exactly between every other planet exactly fits between the earth and the moon. Exactly. Almost, it's like almost, exactly. almost to a T. Of course, like yeah. there's fluctuation in the planets because right. like the orbits aren't perfect circles. But the right. idea is like the well, the 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 like the space or the the width of these planets, if you added them all up, yeah. it's the basic so, space between the earth and the moon. The diameter of, yeah. of each planet. So I, I did the math on this actually, just to make sure it was correct. The the thing is, is that the moon does kind of fluctuate between um, 200, roughly, I'm just going to use some rough numbers here, roughly 225,000 miles and um, 200 and like 46,000 miles. Right. Now, when you add up, all, not counting Earth or the moon now, but when you add up the rest of the eight planets counting Pluto, so there's nine planets where we always include Pluto because honestly, I don't know why NASA decided not to anymore. But when you take the eight planets um, between Earth and the moon, it pretty much equals 239,000 miles. And that's the diameter of each planet. So, yeah, it fits almost perfectly in that space, which is weird in itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is weird. I mean, <laughs> that does that's like too... Okay, now, now like... That information with the fact that one time, like when the moon, when the moon has an eclipse, when there's an eclipse and it goes in front of the sun, mm -hmm. it is the exact same size as the sun at the yep. distance that it's at in the sky, yep. which means like, think about the mathematical probability of an object, the size of the moon being yep. the exact same size as the sun at the length or the distance that it is from the earth. Yeah. And it's coming in between and, and it's not, it's that doesn't, that's, that's not possible. Yeah. And, and, and to back this up, the, the sun is exactly 400 times larger than the moon. And it's exactly 400 times further away from um, from the earth to the moon. So in other words, it's like the distance between the sun and the moon or in the earth is exactly 400 times greater in distance yeah. from the, from, from, from the moon. Uh, honestly, the like, and then, that's and not then the, yeah. And the moon is exactly 400 times larger than the sun. So or the smaller. way it's the moon's, yeah, yeah. smaller, I'm sorry, 400 times smaller than the sun. So, because of that fact in the sky, the moon, when, when it's a full moon, um, and then looking at the sun, they're exactly the same size, which is so bizarre. That's not a, okay. That's, that's <laughs> not serious. Like that's freaking yeah, no. out. It's like, yeah. And, and get this. But so, why is no one talking about this? Why is it? Why does everyone do. take this for granted though? They, they no, do, they it's, don't it's really. Like, wow, this is such a coincidence. Yeah. Like, yeah. Coincidentally, no, no, that's what I mean. That's what they say. They're like, oh, it's such yeah. a coincidence. Like, come, come on. Really? Well, yeah. And that gets into the number 108. All right. So, wait, before yeah, you get into 108, it. let's have a trailer and then we'll come back and we got to start talking about this because there's so many 108 facts revolved around the moon and everything else in the solar system. We got to spend some time with it. Yeah, so I agree. let's hit that trailer. The bloodline 
is extremely important in Mason. An active Freemason whistleblower. I was ultimately approved uh, to join. Reveals his story for the first time. So I got into it by reading about it, and then I petitioned to join a lodge in the area. Discover things you never knew. Here's the mind-blowing thing. There's a book in this library by John Dewey. Insider knowledge never before divulged. But he, he literally told me, he said, in a Wall Street firm. One of the 13 bloodlines, up close and personal. This is going to sound like I'm making it up, but I really did feel uh, something I never experienced on meeting another person on this earth. And I, I forgot about how fun that interview was. Yeah, really. Me too. With our friend Mark. You know Mark. <laughs> Mark. Yes. All right. All right. Well, to get to start off with 108, we can kind of go back and forth here. Okay. So Lindsay, maybe you can well, I do have some some small videos. Um <laughs> I didn't oh, even yeah. remember that we did that. Lindsay, Lindsay just was like, Joaquin. I think we called him Joaquin in that. Yeah, we, did. <laughs> what a, we did too. Silly name. I think, yeah, I remember that conversation. Anyway. That's fine. I need to now. All right. So the distance between the sun and the earth is 93 million miles. Now. Okay. So remember that 93 million. So 108 earths fit between i'm sorry 108 suns fit between the sun and the earth the diameter yes, of the but, sun yes but 108 earths lined up fit in the sun exactly yes 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 so 108 earths fit in the sun exactly it's the exact diameter if you if you put all 108 earths lined up that's the diameter of the sun right yeah exactly and then um, there's you said 108 suns from the sun to the earth yeah, and then um, eight, eight hundred. So the sun is eight hundred and sixty-four thousand miles. If you multiply that by one hundred and eight, you get ninety-three million, which is the same distance between the sun and the earth. <laughs> this is so, why it freaks me out, man. Yeah, that's, and that's just the beginning. Answer. That is just yeah, the beginning. Just the beginning. So, and so <laughs> go ahead. So between the earth yeah. and the moon, there's a yes. hundred and eight moons. Exactly. Right. Between, yeah. 108 between, moons fit between the earth and the moon. Earth and the moon. Exactly 108 moons fit between them. Yes. Yeah. That's, and then, then there's so many other religious contexts to this and a number 108. Like, for example, Jesus took 108 blows to his stomach. He had, an, but he also had 6,666 total blows to his body. That is 100% true. crazy. Well, at least from what we know. Yes. Right. So that is true. Um, yeah, there's 108 Brahmins that were invited to a name initiation. Uh, this was back, you know, a couple thousand years ago. Uh, in the East, uh, there's 108 paths to godhood and some like Buddhist uh, religion aspects. Um, there's supposedly 108 lords of the Tao. There's like 108 
like basically every form of karate or kung fu or anything else has 108 forms <laughs> yeah they all have like the the serious ones have like 108 forms yeah mm-hmm um so on all the buddhist necklaces there's 108 beads on those necklaces uh, in buddhism it says that we have 108 emotions uh, there's 108 verses in St. James' book. <laughs> there's 108 holy writings in Tibet. <laughs> there's 108 outlaws in the Chinese classic, Outlaws on the March. A lot of outlaws. Yeah. <laughs> so 108 is the atomic number of Hassium. I, I didn't know that. That one I had to find out. And also 108, uh, 108 degrees Fahrenheit is the internal temperature at which our body's organs begin to fail from overheating. See, now all you British people can start to understand why the Americans used Fahrenheit. Because <laughs> it, was, it was related to the human body. The 108 proves it. Stop criticizing so us. We're does. more accurate. It really, really does. That's uh, so funny. And um, in Sanskrit, in the Sanskrit alphabet, there's Sanskrit. 54. Sanskrit, sorry. There's, there's a, um, 54 letters. However, each letter has a, ma a feminine and a masculine form of that letter. So 54 times 2 is 108. That's so, crazy. Yeah. And my favorite one is Leonardo um, Fibonacci, who, inv who invented the um, Fibonacci, Fibonacci sequence, a.k.a. Yeah, golden, ratio. golden ratio. He said that the 108 number has a way of representing wholeness of existence. And get this. In order to orbit around the Earth, um, like a spaceship needs to maintain a velocity of 10,800 miles per hour. Also. Dude, Mon come on. <laughs> These are all a hundred percent true. So weird, you know. It's so weird. It, it, it's almost like back then they they all knew way more than what we knew now. So so interesting. And also, many cultures see nine and twelve as very important numbers. And of course, nine times twelve is one hundred eight. Now, okay. That's us giving you guys facts that we found, but scientists throughout history have also said that it would make more sense for the moon to not be there than mm -hmm. it does for the moon to be there. The size of the moon is larger than any other moon in the entire solar system in proportion to the daddy planet. Like the size of the moon is massive in comparison to these other moves like moons. So if mm -hmm. you look at like Saturn and the moons, like the Saturn moons and it's proportion to its apparent planet, tiny, <laughs> tiny. It really is. Yeah. Uh, you know, I Isaac Asimov said that the moon shouldn't even be there. Like it just, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't at all. Sorry, my camera's acting really weird right now. I don't know why. All right. Um, okay, so, yeah. okay, this is crazy too, right? And, and then mm -hmm. we'll get into why this is in a second. But the craters on the moon don't make any sense because one of the, the largest craters is 186 miles wide. And if 
if there was a crater that was 186 miles wide, the depth of that crater should be four miles deep. For no, 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 uh, yeah, 700 miles deep. Oh, it's only four miles deep. It should be it's 700 only, miles deep. Yeah, yes. yes, thank you. Yes. So, so, so go ahead, Rob. No, yes. no, that, that's just that means something crazy about the moon. Yeah. What is the moon? How, how, so, did it, how did it take an impact like that without a 700 mile deep crater? And actually, looking at all the craters on the moon, I, I was researching this. The the deepest one is only four miles. They don't go any deeper than that, and that's that right. one that's 100. Every single miles one of them. Every single one of them. the The average is four miles no matter the size, it just seems to be four miles. So what the heck is under there four miles deep? <laughs> That's the, the question. Only, yeah. The only thing that, okay. They found is that the, the content, the metal contents of the moon have a gigantic amount of titanium in them. And that it like that there's such a large amount of titanium on the moon they can't figure out how it got there because the earth doesn't even have that much titanium nope it does and, not and and the moon's tiny so how is there that much titanium content and the titanium if it's titanium that would be why those uh why those meteors didn't make that much of a dent mm -hmm. cuz the metal would have just bounced it back yeah and also when you know before we saw the dark side of the moon um astronomers and also i think probably a lot of astronauts and everything else just assumed that the back side should just roughly be the same as the front side you know if it should kind of balance out but when when they saw it in the photos and everything the back, the dark side of the moon is very, very different from the side that we're seeing. Um, it's a lot more bumpy and there's smaller craters and there's actual like more mountain ranges, supposedly. Um, now they're saying that the moon had lava on it and everything. And that's kind of what we're seeing. I don't buy that. I don't think that. Oh, yeah, that says it has volcanoes, but they've been like dead for a really long time, yeah. blah, blah, blah. How do we know that that's a bunch of BS? Mm -hmm. Well, they crashed their lunar module into when they went up onto these Apollo missions, they crashed their lunar module into the moon a few times to try to track and analyze what would happen to the moon. If they did that, it was like the, uh, the explosion was about the, ex the same amount as like 10, like 1000 sticks of dynamite. That was the explosion. Mm -hmm. The moon basically rang like a bell for, several minutes after which and, would include that it sounds like the moon is hollow because otherwise if yeah it's well why is it reverberating rock. yeah if it's yeah. a solid rock it's not going to reverb right reverb is if it's hollow it's like a bell <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so true so everyone was wondering why it was like why did ben put his hand up on the screen it was because my camera was fuzzy and so i had to put my hand up to, <laughs> to ben was to, trying to tell you that he everyone's, like, everyone's thinking i was like doing something weird i'm like no no or like sending out energy or something i'm like no i'm actually sorry i was just trying to correct my camera so sorry guys but actually okay we have to play another trailer and then when we get back um uh, man there's so much more to talk about 
and we could talk about um, what science, how science looks at the moon. Uh, that's one of the things we're going to be talking about, like the how they the origin of the moon according to science, and actually yeah. none of them makes sense. Yeah, and um, uh, there was one more thing in the tides, and yeah, we have a lot of other stuff to cover too. So, and some more moon facts. So. All right, let's play a trailer and then we'll get back right into this. So stirring and shocking that people are now coming after us for talking about these things. How much time do we have? Coming this fall. These are, in fact, are designed to kind of put people in a place of fear uh, to manipulate them. Join a remarkable journey. So she was 100% sure that I have microchips in me. It's just the narrative that we're told isn't what actually happened. What rights do leaders have to do anything in their society? With hope and humanity. Worldwide, it's all over. It's basically in every country in the world. Way faster than I think you know, people realize. Probably the single biggest issue that is both a threat and a solution. But be prepared. Uh, more and more of this information is starting to trickle out. They never gave a reason why that happened. It's as real as real can be. In point of fact, it appears to be a great deal worse than people could possibly imagine. As an old world order crumbles. They've managed to infiltrate many of the aspects of our society. An exclusive five episode documentary series. This is not a conspiracy theory, that this is a real group an original edge of wonder production with experts and insiders what most people don't know is that anti-human life really looking at service to self to me that is a luciferian doctrine only on edge of wonder So there's something really cool and I never, I didn't really know about this term until I was kind of looking things up. Transient lunar phenomena. Mm. So there's a story in 1178 AD. Um, this headline is the mystery of the moon that was split in two. So the story is that five men in 1178 in Southern England reported witnessing the upper horn of the crescent moon splitting in two. So imagine like you see the, the crescent moon and it just like breaks what? in half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So from the midpoint of the division of the flaming torch sprang up, spewing out over a considerable distance, fire, hot coals and sparks. Um, 